0: everyone and welcome to my money mission 360 the podcast dedicated to helping newbies figure out their personal finances my name is anushka and i am the creator of the my money mission 360 brand and your host last episode i counted down the basic financial goals that everyone needs to add to their financial agenda No matter what your personal financial situation or background, these are fundamental to achieve financial freedom. The first goal on that list was to build an emergency fund. Let's dive a little deeper into that today, shall we? First of all, let me explain what I mean when I say an emergency fund. It's simply a stockpile of cash that's hidden away for when things start to go wrong. Think of it like a savings for a rainy day. In my view, an emergency fund is a pretty important part of financial stability, but it's also one that's often overlooked. So why is it so important? Let's take a look at a few situations, taking examples from where we are today. It's a fact that the Canadian economy and many others around the world have slowed down. Slower economies are generally accompanied by higher unemployment. Given everything that's going on in the world right now, it's really not a surprise there has been a lot of uncertainty in the job market and record unemployment rates. A job loss or reduction of work hours is not off the table for many employers, some of whom are desperately trying to stay afloat. But that can be devastating for the families impacted by those job losses. Especially when you consider single income households where only one member works to support the entire family. Here is another case to think of. Medical emergencies, especially those involving serious diseases or requiring immediate treatment, can be immensely stressful. Not only that, they are usually really expensive. And can come without warning. They could impact you or a family member. At a time when you should be there for the people you love to hold their hand and offer support, do you really want to be stressing out about how you're going to cover all of those expensive hospital bills? I didn't think so. The best way you can shield yourself from this level of insane financial stress that always seems to come with an emergency is to have an rainy day or emergency fund that helps you survive so to do this you're going to follow a few simple steps first you need to know how much money you spend in a month on average put together a list of all of your monthly expenses including mortgage and car payments credit card bills fees utilities child care and family support taxes, and anything else that you pay on a regular basis. You can use my free income and expense report card for this one. And make sure that you're getting all of those expenses and not missing out on those easy to forget ones like phone bills and subscriptions. It's available for free on my blog and I've added a link to it in my bio. Now that you've got your average expenses, decide on how much money you want to hold as an emergency. This is a matter of personal preference. Some people are comfortable with two to three months and others, like me, are comfortable with about four to five months. I wouldn't suggest holding anything over six months though because at that point, your money is probably better served in an investment. Pick a number that you feel comfortable with and that suits your family's lifestyle. Once you've arrived at your grand total, go ahead and open up a high-interest savings bank account to hold that money. When looking for an account, there are a few things you need to look out for. Ensure that the account is really accessible and offers either an online platform or a mobile app. Also, check that it offers you a decent interest rate. Do not pick an account that locks your money up in a GIC or a fixed-term deposit because then you won't be able to reach it when you really need to. For Canadians, I recommend looking into options like Tangerine, National Bank, Wealthsimple, and EQ Bank. There are plenty of comparisons online that highlight the pros and cons of each type, so you can look that up if you're interested. Personally, I chose to go with EQ Bank because of the easy-to-use app and friendly customer support. It also offers one of the highest interest rates in the country right now for a non-promotional account. While they have reduced their rates recently due to the government's COVID-19 response effort, they're still one of the better ones out there. And if you're a new customer, you can even get $20 in free cash when signing up if you use my code. The link will be in my bio and you're welcome. So once your account is open, you need to start making regular transfers into your emergency fund until you reach your three to six month target. If you're dealing with a boatload of debt, then first focus on getting around 2000 set up in your emergency fund. Pay off your debt and then revisit contributions to your emergency funds later when you have a better handle on your finances. It's really important to prioritize high-interest debt ahead of having a fully-funded emergency fund. Pro tip, once you've built up your fund, make sure that you're keeping it up-to-date. No doubt, as we get older, our lifestyle tends to get more expensive. Inflation also weighs away at your money over the years. So ensure that you're topping up your emergency fund with the current and updated reflection of your average expenses. You can do that by performing this exercise every year or whenever you undergo a major life change. Can you imagine the freedom and peace that you'd get from knowing that you can make it through those weird situations that life sometimes throws at you? Like if a tree fell on your car that was parked in the driveway or a family member suddenly took ill. But don't worry, you'll be able to imagine that piece soon enough. Your job is to plan for your emergency fund. And then you can let that take on the stress for you. I genuinely hope that you enjoyed listening to this podcast and use the information in it to grow on your own path to financial freedom. And don't forget to share your thoughts and experiences in the comments so that we can continue to learn together. If you'd like to learn more about my journey or use any of the free personal finance tools that I've created, you can visit my blog at mymoneymission360.ca. If you'd like to get some more inspiration or just share your own stories with a like-minded friend, you can DM me on Instagram at mymoneymission360. Until next time, happy savings!